Welcome back, all you friendly, bright-eyed potential felons. Uh, my name is Adam, and uh, Jack will be here relatively soon, but um, it's okay. <laughs> Welcome back, all you friendly, bright-eyed potential felons. My name is Adam. My name is Jack. This is Schmeepcast, sponsored by Politics. Just no, just kidding. Don't leave. Please Come don't back. Leave. We, did, we didn't mean it. We didn't mean it. Uh, and we have a guest we, today. Yeah, we have a very special guest today. Uh, want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Steve, and I just want to say what an honor it is to be on the Schmeepcast. This is the first <laughs> ever Schmeepcast interview. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, we're not going to big league you. Don't worry. We, we do that to everybody, but you, guys, <laughs> yes. you get a free pass today. It's um, a big moment. So, Steve, what is. What what are some experiences you have with like you know why we brought you here all that kind of stuff uh, you know yeah uh, well I love listening to you guys talk about movies on the show <laughs> and stuff and I just graduated from film school this this summer or a couple months ago now so I made a couple short films and stuff and I, I just love talking about movies debating them and just discussing them yeah. finally somebody who actually is informed enough to talk about <laughs> movies like we'll we'll watch like. 70 percent of a movie and then give a review as if we know what we're talking about yeah it, that's the thing i think anybody can like look at a movie and it's like subjective just like anything else but, yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah it's, it's fun <laughs> it's fun and also i remember you messaged us after or you messaged me after one of our uh podcasts mentioning killer clowns is one of my favorites yeah and that yeah. is wonderful news because that is the kind of vibe that we're putting out here that's- um so we've been watching a couple of movies throughout the week. We'll get on to like some of the ones that we were watching. Actually, Jack, I watched a video on one of the ones that we watched on like some stuff regarding the particular movie, but I'll, I'll get into it. Oh. Uh, so do you want to tell us like a little bit about like the film school that you went to or anything like that? You know, experience that you've had there? Uh, yeah, it was it was very hands on. So I got a lot of time like on set making stuff and coming out of it like don't get me wrong i love making fun of movies and stuff but coming out of it i just have like a great appreciation for like anything film yeah and, like, tv shows it's 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 hard to look at something now and be like oh yeah. that's that's terrible but now it's like that's impressive dude 100 percent. i have that same like idea like no matter what movie i'm like refer or i'm riffing or i'm making fun of like 100 percent, i'll always be the first per- person to step back and say like they're doing something that i couldn't do in a million yeah. years so yeah yeah absolutely it's such a profoundly uh impressive profession and it's mm-hmm. like it they're paid like a lot of money and that's one of those things where i'm like that's worth it you know it's like a lot mm-hmm. of entertainment value put in and everything and yeah i'm very impressed you and know? interestingly it's... enough everyone in film is usually an asshole because <laughs> <laughs> like you said it's 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 hard and if you know what you're doing, you're usually going to yell at people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. It's it's the exact same thing for like theater a lot of the time. Like, yeah, okay, EKU theater isn't like rife with assholery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, it is. It it has its. <laughs> you know, theater itself has its share and everything. Like actors and things, they have their whole. You're thing. darn like, right. Bring me, <laughs> bring me my. <laughs> Uh, you know, I can't count the number of times where I've talked to Jack and been like, I told you to bring coffee that was just full of milk this time. And just you didn't, I just wanted you to bring a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted you to bring. And you didn't get that. Um, but it's interesting to see how the two things kind of coincide. So like, did you have to work with any actors while you were in like, well, clearly you would, but you know, in, in film school, like how often did you and the actors have to like mingle and, and talk? 
Yeah, it, it was cool because, like, obviously you see them on set and stuff, but if you really want to, like, get to know them and make, like, sure they have a good performance, you got to go out of your way to, like, meet with them weeks before shooting and stuff. And oh, yeah. Just kind of form a relationship with them. But it, it's weird <laughs> once it's over. It's like you'll never see them again. But Yeah. You know. I uh, I remember I, I – so I do a lot of onstage things. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of, like, actually filming and shooting and, like, producing something – is just so far out of reach for me that it's so good to have someone on the show that has like actual like intel on how that kind of works so like what kind of processes go into making a film of any kind you know yeah like short films yeah short films mainly what i've done but there's stuff that could take like a couple days and then a lot of stuff could take months it they don't tell you like because you think about it like everything's like on set and it's fun but there's like so much paperwork and pre-production and production can take weeks it's it's a, it's a lot. It's it really is a lot. Yeah, I feel like yeah. especially like with the new superhero movies, you'll hear that like filming just finished, but the movie's not dropping until like twenty twenty four. So mm-hmm. like you got all like the post production stuff with that, like CGI editing, all that. It's it's nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then everybody's like, I just want to see Spider Man Far From Home again. Yeah. And I'm just, I just I need to see it now. Well, uh, even just yeah, even like that, like. You, you get that four years before the movie comes out, it's like all done. And then like when the movie comes out, all you hear people talk about are like the actors and maybe the director and that kind of stuff. When, yeah. I mean, you got to give it to the the sound guys and yeah. You know, I mean, all the, all the people behind yeah. the scenes that just yeah, go completely always, unheard of. Yeah. I always watch the credits now. Yeah. I watch There's so many names. So many people. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are like, I know that you have a history of making like short films and I actually took a look at your YouTube channel and stuff of like the films that you've made. Um, You make some pretty solid work. Uh, So like processes of like making those like your work with some of the actors, any like fun stories with that? Uh, A lot of the stuff that I learned out of like just making stuff by yourself is it's it pays to have money so you can pay to make it good. <laughs> if you have money, you can really make something awesome. But if you're like on a budget or you're making it on your iPhone or just whatever camera you have laying around, it's, it's really hard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We've worked with a couple friends of ours, like over at EKU uh, and spoken with them about, you know, making little short films of theirs. Uh, I think we talked about that last podcast of the, the sad boys. Um, and how they had their own, you know, little trilogy of movies that they made. And that was a fun and interesting process. But that's that still felt very like, um, what's the what's the word? Uh, a little more fresh side of things, like a little bit more juvenile. Like they were just mm-hmm. doing it for fun, which is great. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It's great to like express creativity in that. But and no no hate to our boys and the sad boys like much love. no those movies are great they're great movies because we're in them uh but you know i i just have like so much credit and like praise for the people who put in all that work for like high level production and everything um you know we we do like sound stuff in the booths and things for our theater programs at eku and everything and we have moments where like we are supposed to like give gestures towards those booths a little bit longer than people would give us applause so Mm -hmm. i appreciate that um have you you guys ever thought about making anything like shorts i've actually been speaking to uh our friend tj about that and uh he was like very interested in making things like that we've actually thought about making a show before 
Oh, cool. uh, like a show called RAs, which was just kind of like an office and like community style of a nice kind of sitcom. Yeah, less less of like a mockumentary, more of like just a traditional sitcom kind of was the plan. Yeah, cool. that's kind of the idea. Yeah. So like we we constantly walk around on campus and we'll treat our lives as though they're a TV show whether or not anything interesting even happens and we'll just be like wow this would be a really good moment for the show and yeah. then we we call each semester a season so the, our first semester was season one then season two was second semester and so on and so forth mm-hmm. and at the end of each time it like at the end of each season quote unquote we have a moment where we go out and walk along the campus just to reminisce and old memories of what we did. The, the, the clip show episode is the, the goal. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So uh, moving on to like your particular taste in movies, what is like the best worst movie you know of? Well, like, honestly, yeah, I got a gripe to pick with you guys. Oh. You guys <laughs> kind of tore apart a movie last week. Would you rather? Oh, okay. Yeah. I really like. Really, that. wow, yeah. man! You guys were, you guys were like giving some punches, and I was like, "Dang, uh, yeah, guilty as so." Fun. Okay, I, okay. As a person who likes the movie, can you explain to me what is the the role of the one guy who his his whole like moment is that he drives up there, finally gets in the building, and then instantly gets taken out? What what's he there for? I I look at him as like a microcosm for the entire movie. Right? Okay, it's pointless. It is okay. Okay, <laughs> the movie is the, like every time I watch a movie and it's predictable, I get upset. But if I watch a movie and it's unpredictable, it doesn't matter if it's bad. Okay, I'm at least a little bit more happy when I come out of it. Fair Does that make sense? That ending, that very ending, is definitely unpredictable. I, yeah, it, it just did not feel compared to how she's reacting or acting throughout the whole movie. I feel like it's just not earned. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't her character. <laughs> she was acting her heart out. And she didn't land. There, there are definitely some funny parts, like when the, what is it, like the one girl gets put in the barrel for like two minutes, and then they find out she was actually supposed to be in there for like yeah. less time or something like that. I don't know. It's there's yeah, and, yeah. and John Hurd from Home Alone. He's like the best part of he, it, and his like yeah. alcoholism. It's like dang, that's like that's like good. good part. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. Dude, yeah, that was actually pretty great. Like the way that they like teased it going in where they were like, mm-hmm, vegetarian, eat this meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they did that. You know, it was yeah. very, oh, so it's going to be like one of these movies, which by the way, Jack, I've found several other movies that are of that same category that seem to be right up our alley okay. because Jack and I have been on like a, uh, on a, on a fringe of those kinds of movies lately. Mm-hmm. Um, one movie that I heard about that we need to check out is probably platform. Okay. You yeah, I've actually movie? had that recommended to me before. That's supposedly yeah, a good one. Yeah, it seems like a good concept for a movie. Uh, I watched a bunch of videos recently about like ways to beat movies like that, which is interesting because in many of the scenarios, it's like you don't win. There's no winning. In like you could say that in one of the movies that we watched this week, there is kind like. It, it's uh we'll we'll get to that and i keep saying that we'll get to that movie so aside from like would you rather are there any other movies that we've railed on that you need to <laughs> that you need to clear the uh, air on a bit no not really i think killer no. clowns is is honestly just like a quality movie i look at it as like it's old but it's it's good so i wouldn't necessarily say it's bad but you guys did mention like it's a it's a good I, movie. yeah i <laughs> yeah. i enjoyed it for what it is for sure yeah. yeah, it's, it's yeah. the most '80s movie yeah, I've ever seen in my life. 
it's mm. incredible it like all the special effects everything the popcorn everything was so like it was so like corny a little bit mm-hmm. and it was it was so good though with how it handled the corniness at the time that it came out yeah because it was very dumb all the way through and it stuck with it and it was so we're not gonna apologize for making a movie about killer clowns from outer space do you think we went into this saying they made the movie they wanted to make for sure they did they absolutely went in they made the whole thing exactly how they wanted to they we played in their hands completely you and i were (laughs) we're just sheep at this point (laughs) but a show that jack and i have been watching uh or did watch all the way through um was ultimate tag you ever heard of that no okay so it's a i don't i'm assuming it's not a hulu original but there are only three episodes and it's on hulu and it's a reality show literally about competitive tag um but it's competitive tag set in like a it's got the wwe shine to it where where it has like characters and people with these Mm -hmm. personas and it's it's absolutely magnificent because not we say personas but there is one man in there who was just actually a superhero just straight up a yeah. god. This guy, like, his, he calls himself The Flow. I don't know his actual name. I don't think he has an actual name. <laughs> I think he goes around and he just parkours his way. He's, he's a free runner, I think. And he just absolutely dominates the field whenever he comes out. Each time he came out, Jack and I would just be like, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, yeah, there's nothing to because be the gimmick with. is there's, like, what feels like 40 different taggers and then the, you have three contestants who are just random people who come in and have to not get tagged by these professional people. And it's just like, it's absolutely chalked every single time. They're, they're nuts. These people are just the fastest oh, cool. people alive can like mantle like nobody's business. It's, it's incredible. It's, oh, it's ridiculous. That's they, a great idea it is. It, it's really so entertaining. It's fantastic. And like, I knew that there was competitive tag. I knew that was a thing, but I thought that it was just like done in, like dark underground rings where like you'd see videos of it online every once in a while like it doesn't seem like malevolent but it feels like that's the only place it'll pick up traction you know it it, every time i'd seen videos of it i was like this isn't a real thing and then i saw that and i'm like this still isn't a real thing but it's getting there you know it's it's like it does have a lot of physical requirements for it to be this wide there was a large audience there was a ton of people there just so many people and i don't know how you get the invitations to that but i would go there in a heartbeat yeah that's gonna be our first live episode yeah we're gonna gonna live broadcast we'll see if we the host is uh like the professional football player jj watt and his brothers so we'll see if we can get them to 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 guest star Uh uh-huh bring all just five of us how much would we have in common with three football <laughs> players do y'all like do y'all like pokemon <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know go back to uh, supporting this game so after watching ultimate tag and blowing through basically the entirety of that we moved on to a classic just a, we we always return back to it at some point and it's chopped and chopped is just forever cemented as one of those shows you know i'll always return to it there were moments in there that i saw that were as metal as chop can get um i saw at one point they did 
they did a whole thing on like like everybody knows how chopped goes it's like the the four people who come up they cook things they make a entree an appetizer a dessert all that business in three different courses it's a it's quality entertainment it's the ultimate tag of cooking shows and they they burnt through this one guy at one point that i'm just a little bit salty over and i gotta get it off my chest so there's a guy in there jack wasn't here for this but i just need to i just need to vent there was a man on the carnival episode which is on season 924 i don't know it's the most recent season on netflix it's like the first one um and it's it, there were some weird ingredients that they used have you ever heard of a of a hot beef sunday i had until you told me yeah 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 i don't think you need to it's um i'll explain it it's mashed potatoes for the ice cream bit a cherry tomato on top and hot beef stew poured over it which just have that as a meal just make that a meal just go ahead separate those things you got a nice dinner but you decided to put them all in one thing like a a chimera not meant for your dinner table and now you're in the chaos land and i don't like this this is truly a carnival because there are no rules and you all look like clowns so they they went on to have this guy do the dessert round okay and he was he was working his ass off he was trying so hard and he made it through to that final round he was killing it the whole way through and then he accidentally cut himself and there was so much blood on the on the scene not there wasn't a ton of it but there was enough of it for them to be like i'm so sorry you can't do this anymore you, you we can't eat your food because you are a health hazard. Ted looked like he was going to have the main host in this moment. Yes. The main host, Ted Allen, a legendary man, hop on the podcast. We'd love to have you friend of the show. Um, He friend of the show. He, he said, he seemed like he was just going to lose his mind. He was like, this doesn't happen often, but I'm really sorry. We wish we could have you on here but we might literally lose the life of one of our hosts if we have them eat what's on your plate. I'm terribly sorry and you lose, but it was, it was great having Tough way to go. You had to, it's just a tragic way to go. and You don't see it that mm-hmm. often. This is very old news. Very old news, but I needed to bring it up because this is like maybe 14, it's somewhere between 20 and 10 seasons back, Jesus. you know, so it's far back. But I just need to bring that up. Uh, bring my man some justice. I don't know his name. I decided not to look up his name, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, that's that's my that's yeah. my thing. Very and then, so I mentioned how Jack wasn't with me when I watched that. So in order to cope with the tragedy, I decided to go watch his stream. Okay. Jack, this is my plug for you. Shoot your stream. It's very seamless. Oh yeah, I've just. Recently, I started uh, doing YouTube videos that I've mentioned every single podcast since. And then the other day, um, I some of my friends told me that I should just try uh, Twitch streaming. And so I did that. Um, it would have been Saturday, I think. I streamed this game called Quantum League, which is basically a traditional first-person shooter with time travel elements that makes it impossible to talk over and play video games at the same time. So it was a bold start. Um, and then uh, later, I played Valorant, which is the new... Um, 
game like the new CSGO type game from Riot Games. And um yeah, I just hung out with some friends. It was a lot of fun. Uh streaming is is yeah. is way easier than recording videos like I do normally just because when I record a video, it's me talking for 45 minutes just off the dome. And then but with streaming, I can interact with the people in chat. I know I'm not discovering anything brand new, but um and then also I was I was playing with some other people, so it was a lot of fun. So yeah. Um Bunny with guns on YouTube and on Twitch if you want to go check that out. I'll be streaming after this actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Also, um, Steve, you I, I never got to ask you of this, but what was the name of your YouTube channel? Just so oh, it's, um, check that out. Open ended productions. Yeah. Good stuff on there. It's yeah, got some like nice so. productions. I cool. really yeah. enjoyed a lot of it's, stuff on it's there. It's low budget, yeah, but I'm sure. getting there. <laughs> yeah, you're getting there. That's the yeah. point. That's the grind. Um, yeah. do you play a lot of video games, Steve? Not really. I mostly no. play uh, uh, sports Understandable. games. Understandable. Yeah. 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 It's not exactly. I don't know a lot about sports, so I'd probably not do super hot on many video games regarding sports. But I totally see the appeal of that mm-hmm. because I remember this one story of when I was talking to my dad about like he he came downstairs and he gave me that classic line of like, "So Adam, uh, I, I'm just so curious." what are you watching YouTube videos about all the time? And I'm like, well, dad, I'm watching YouTube videos of people playing video games. And he's like, you're not just, you're not just like playing the video games yourself. And I'm like, you're not just going out and watch and playing football yourself, dad. And he's like, that's an incredibly fair point. That's actually very, uh, Roasted. carry on. And then he walked back upstairs. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, love you, dad. <laughs> but, not friend of uh, the show. Yeah. That's, <laughs> not my friend he's not my friend of the show um but yeah uh so i i, I want to move into a little bit early maybe some recommendations okay. mm-hmm. yeah are we never going to get to the movie that we were going to talk about that you've been hinting at this whole time we'll, okay we'll okay get we'll get to, to that, that. <laughs> we'll get to that i keep saying we will and we will but i figure you know Everybody's on board right now, so why not just discuss some of the things that we'd like to recommend? Because I could talk about this one thing for freaking ever. So you guys can go first. Guess first, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I got I got two actually, two movies, and I'm really I'm Mm -hmm. curious if you guys have seen this. The first one is called Trash Pumpers. I've heard of it. Oh my god. I have not seen it. Yeah. The whole thing's on YouTube though. Um, it's. It's exactly yes. what it sounds like. That's that's my understanding. But it's one of those movies that like, the, you'll watch it and people will be like, "Oh, it's art," and you're like, "What <laughs> did I just watch?" But <laughs> it makes you feel things, and like that's what movies do. And it's it just blows my mind every time I watch. I it. didn't know it was on yeah. YouTube, but I, yeah, I'd, I'd heard of this before. I heard it's absolutely yeah. nuts. It is. <laughs> the one of the reviews says it's like you find like a, a VHS tape of like a jackass ripoff. That's what it, <laughs> okay. that's what it feels like interesting that's that's amazing it's a it's a foreign film if i'm correct i i was under the it's like from like the netherlands or something like that i think i honestly don't know it's the same guy who made uh beach bums and yes i've seen spring breakers i've not seen yeah yeah but it's like it's yeah it's weird it's wild (laughs) that beach bums and trash humpers sounds like an episode because All right, what's your your um, second recommendation? Yeah, go for it. Um, I want, have you guys ever heard of no. the Holy Mountain? No, really? No, I don't. You might have seen like a meme from it or something, but it's the movie where uh, 
it's like really known for really well known for its cinematography and for its like weirdly enough like a lot of dogs oh, in production a lot of frogs Good. frogs sorry not frogs. Dogs. frogs frogs oh, or God. dogs yeah okay still, still that's more yeah. bizarre it's still yes and if you watch it it's it's hard to watch but uh it's I don't I don't really want to like spoil it. It's from the seventies. It's got like a good reviews and everything, but it's a weird, weird, weird movie. Everyone mm-hmm. I've I've tried to get to watch it, they like <laughs> stop halfway through. They're like, I don't want to finish this. But the ending is really, really worth it. It's really rewarding. Huh. It's yeah, there's a scene where like there's a Jesus character and he like poops a golden wow. egg. And well, that's, that's like that's like what it's known for. It's like called like the Jesus golden poop movie. That's oh, what people refer to interesting. it as. But if you look it up, if you look it up, you'll see it's it's a very it's a weird it's a weird movie. But like both some, these movies, some deep cuts for movies. sure. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love those. If even if you just like find someone who has seen it, you could talk about it yeah. for, forever. Huh. It's one of those movies. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's hard to oh. find movies that I haven't seen, but yeah. So I'm 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 impressed by that. I everybody always tries to recommend me movies, and I've already seen them. But no, I have not seen either of those. I mm. I don't even know. I. Heard somebody talk about trash humpers in the past, but I'd never seen it. All right, yeah. me first or you first, huh. Mister yeah. Podcast House. You go. Um, you go. I'm going to recommend <laughs> a game that I've and and in turn something else. So there is a website. I think it's called itch.io. Um, if I'm correct, yeah, they're doing this this bundle that is absolutely insane. It's pay what you want. It's called the bundle for racial justice and equality. So it's obviously. Um, it's essentially for charity to donate towards, I think it's the NAACP and like the national, um, bail fund, I I believe are the two things, but essentially it's pay what you want. And it's a community bail fund. Um, you get literally last I checked, it was 1400 games. Um, and you can pay any, anywhere from $5 up until as much as you want. And it all goes towards charity. It's absolutely insane. It's not just random. I mean, there are a lot of random games, but it's, there's stuff you've heard of too. Um, so if, you, if you're looking for just yeah. a bunch of random indie games to play, this is the place to go. Specifically, the first game that I played and that I'd been looking at playing for a long time is called Death in Taxes. This game is just absolutely incredible. Um, I recorded a video on it. Adam watched it earlier. And yeah, the I was going to post something in the, I think I posted something in the description that the audio is a little messed up just because I switched over to a different recording um, platform. So the audio is a little, the music's a little bit loud compared to the um, commentary, but um it's going to be, this is the game that I'm going to be streaming after this. Essentially, you play as death. You're, there's, there's this guy called like the curator or something like that. And he creates death and multiple deaths. And they get to choose who lives and who dies. So you work this like desk job where you go in, you sit down, and there are like four different or upward or above four different names. And you basically, You'll get an assignment like two of these people have to die. And then you'll read like, this is this is Bill and he works at a convenience store and he loves his family a lot. But except this one time he robbed a place and then you like read all these things and you you have to decide who lives and who dies. And it is just an absolutely genius game. It's a lot like Papers, Please, if you guys have played that before um, in terms of like style mm-hmm. and like kind of gameplay mechanics. It's really interesting. It's it's mechanics driven, but still there's like a lot of story to it. That's like uncovering and you get to see how your specific choices affect the world because you have like this phone that kind of tells you like what happens um, after you decide who lives and who dies and you'll see how they die. And it's absolutely bonkers. And yeah, after this, I'm going to be playing some more of it live on Twitch. It is, it is a blast. Yeah. That sounds good. Cool. 
Yeah, it seems like a really dope game. I've I've seen videos of mm-hmm. people playing like Papers Please. That game itself makes me feel like very hollow like specifically yeah. papers please not this game because i watched him play some of this mm-hmm. game it, it's very fun um it's it's intense but it's fun and um papers please like makes me makes my stomach hurt like it's one of those like the art style i guess is also yeah. very like gritty um yeah very yeah. very interesting game they're style. awesome uh for me let me freaking talk about this 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 thing that I've been watching recently has raised the bar for like D and D stuff so high, like ex- absurdly high. I've been watching Fantasy High recently, which is made by College Humor. Um, as I've discussed in previous podcast episodes, I am a gigantic D and D nerd. I have uh, dungeon mastered several uh, like one shots and campaigns and things like that. Um, I'm a huge nerd for it, and I love storytelling and all that jazz. Brennan Lee Mulligan is the DM for this, and then he DMs for six other uh, College Humor members on a YouTube channel called Dimension 20, and it is baffling how good it is. I don't binge things. I never, I'm, I've never gotten into like binging things, and like I don't watch a lot of stuff on Netflix. Um, I don't like flow into that category of just watching things for like an absurdly long period of time of one specific genre or show but this i watched the entire thing through over the past three days which is it's a bit of a each episode is like 90 minutes to two hours and or probably an hour to two hours and there are 17 episodes just for a grasp oh yeah Mm -hmm. and that's season one and i've been watching that pretty much my entire stay uh dog sitting here and it has been remarkable i love the entire lore that's set up it's hilarious it made me laugh out loud on several occasions and not just like the (laughs) i actually laughed like audibly uh which surprised me and baffled me it was closer towards the end because it's a very gratifying story uh, that really just builds up and builds up. And Brennan Lee Mulligan is fantastic at writing the story overall. So I would highly, highly recommend that. Uh, I made a post about it on Snapchat last night, but it is I've, phenomenal. Yeah, I've also um, been watching so this. I'm, I haven't finished it. I'm like nine episodes in or something like that. And I think the, the biggest draw here is, so like you have a lot of um, people right now who are doing like D&D podcasts. It's kind of what's led to the resurgence of D&D being popular in general. And I think they definitely carved their own path. Mm-hmm. Like off the rip, they even describe it as this. It's like if John Hughes were to create his own campaign. Um, so it's it's your, it's your mm-hmm. blending. It's a lot like the crazy thing is how this came out two years ago. So it would have been around the same time that the the script and the story for Onward was being written, but it is extremely Onward. Mm-hmm. very much onward um, but yeah very, it's like high school students yeah um trying to figure out their their lives and solve mysteries and all that kind of stuff all while mixing with like the fantasy elements of D with your your dragons your demons your goblins all that kind of stuff uh, it's it's very interesting it's the characters incredible. i mean it's you have like these people who are like really versed in like comedy backgrounds so they are just good at comedic improv mm-hmm. and understand characters in a way that makes like the storytelling like interesting and adaptable as time goes along um yeah it works really well oh yeah they're all like very they're actors too so like they're able to like 
float with their characters pretty well and they're able to project them in a certain way like if you watch episode one and go into that with an open mind you will be sucked in immediately if you are fond of dnd or anything like that so highly recommend it it's great it's like my favorite series at this moment um but yeah so that's my recommendation and now moving on to order something that i've been hinting at (laughs) for a while i know i did mix up the order got to keep you on your toes so Mm -hmm. circle circle is just is a film that we watched recently. Have you ever seen Circle, Steve? No, but I know what it is. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> Circle is about, like, maybe 50 people, I'd say. There's a long spreading shot of all of the characters that you will know very little of by the end of the movie until it finally reaches, uh, like, one of the first people who dies. Sorry. Uh, they don't really matter that much. It, uh, it, it's just kind of to set up things. But the idea is that they're all standing in a circle and they all vote on who's going. They're, yeah, to they're all trapped. They can't like move anywhere. They can't hurt each other. They essentially have to talk and figure out who dies um, based purely off of backstory uh-huh. and what they look like and what they say mm-hmm. and how they act. And it's, it's, it's absurd. It's nuts. It truly is. Um, is it good? What you give it? It is really. It's. It. Um, I would say it's. It's interesting. It's one choice. With... It's. It's got a lot of the would you rather blood in it, where I thought that I was going to okay. really, really love this ending right at the end, and then nope. <laughs> it it rips it right out from yeah. under you. It's. Yeah. I would say it's not bad. It's an interesting concept for sure. Um, I think it. it like it fails the most in terms of how the situation actually works out because I don't really know if the, the I feel like the, the writers and the director, like they had this like really good concept and they knew like what topics they wanted to cover. They obviously talk about like age, race, um, like sexuality and all that stuff and how it plays into like how we perceive people. And um, I think it just didn't work. Like the, the interactions did not work in a way that was realistic. Like every single time, somebody would say something just like horribly insulting and like make them look like a bad person for a second. And they're like, wait, 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 why would you kill me if we could kill this guy over here who does this? And then they kill the other guy who clearly didn't deserve it at all. And the whole time Adam and I were just like, that guy would not have survived for that long. It it just doesn't, it doesn't work. I think, I think honed a little bit, but I think if you would have done it in a different way, it would have had like less stakes as it goes on because you don't wouldn't really have any villains after a while to an extent, but it, it just, yeah, I wouldn't say it's terrible, but it it's, it's weird. It, it does things with the characters that like, you know, there's people who don't talk for a while. And then the second they open their mouth, they're completely different than how you expect them to. There's a dude who looks like Superman in that. And he's just, he looks dope and jack and i referred to him as clark because he didn't really speak much up until the point where he finally spoke and the second he opened his mouth we were like oh you you dumbass you idiot why would you say something like that how could you say something so i don't want to say brave but definitely bold it's so it's it's frustrating but it's a very interesting the way that we described it was that it was an interesting movie but it's not necessarily a a good I definitely movie? think there would there could be some people you know who like I mean? enjoy this movie straight. Up. And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And honestly, 
I think even saying like I don't like the ending is a little bit disingenuous because it's hard to you can't like a movie just because the movie doesn't like turn out how you want it to in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it was a, a objectively objectively yeah. bad ending. It's just like oh, I didn't want that to happen. You know, so I, I think it's a little disingenuous for me to judge it on that yeah. regard, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. What are your thoughts on like, on like bad, like what's the quote unquote worst ending to a movie that you've seen, Steve? You know? Um, have you guys ever seen no, the I don't think experiment? So. Maybe? No. Is, is that the one that James Gunn did? Or produced or something? Okay, yeah, uh, I've yeah, seen yeah, I've seen part of that for yeah. sure. I think I mm-hmm. yeah, I've heard of that recently. It's 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 very mm-hmm. it's like a battle royale movie, but in like an office building. It's got great actors in it. That's why I love it. But the ending is like it's it's I don't want to spoil anything, but it's one of those movies that like ends it, and then it's like oh, there's gonna be uh, another yeah. one, but there's no way there's gonna be another yeah. one. It's, it's one of those, and I, I still like the yeah. ending, but I can see why people would like. Yeah, I don't remember who movie. I was talking to mm-hmm. recently. Yeah where we had this conversation about like bad endings. Have you ever seen the movie, the mist? I've somebody told me that movie yeah. had the, like the worst ending they'd ever seen. And I'm like, that's, that's the perfect example of a movie. I'm like, I, I wish it hadn't been like that, but that is an incredible ending in my opinion. Heartbreaking and yeah, really insanely is. bold. The of the mi- yeah. Just stupor, you know, Oh, it's a very if if anybody hasn't seen the mist, like it, it, for me, it is a movie a that like one. the a, leading up to it is pretty good, and then the end makes it like makes the entire movie really really like remember memorable. For me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, one other movie that we watched that I'm also throwing into the back end here is the Sixteen movie. Do you ever watch Sixteen when you're growing it's up? It's a Cartoon Network. No. Um, show 16 on the oh, network. The sh- no, no, I never did. I know what it is. Now. Yeah. Uh, we decided to revisit a little bit and we watched 16 recently. And uh, we watched the first big episode, which it's bizarre. That show kind of did a funky little thing here where, you know, there's sometimes like movies that come out and they get so successful that they produce a show afterwards. Like, um, like the Smurfs, I think did, well, the Smurfs were a TV show before they became a movie, but there, there are movies that do that where they're, they become so wildly popular. Kung Fu Panda. That's a good example. Um, Shrek made a show, I think for a little bit, but for this particular movie, I think it was a cartoon network special and it just made the movie put it into cartoon network and by it's weird because i thought it was like a full-length movie it's only like 45 minutes it's just an extra long episode i guess yeah i thought it's like a real like it's a case of that one like what's the one effect that happens where you end up like yeah i don't remember like the berenstein bears thing versus berenstein bears yeah uh mandela effect or something yeah and that's kind of what that felt like to me is that I always thought that, that mm-hmm. was like an, an hour and a half long. It was just a full length movie, but it never was. And I, I realized now that it was very interesting because it like, I don't think it was considered episode one for the series. I think it just hopped into the movie and then it was like, yeah. wow, this is pretty, this is pretty neat. This is doing well. TV show right afterwards, which was interesting. And I'm not saying it was a bad thing at all because it worked out pretty well for him and it had some decent characters in it. 
Wyatt's yeah. family. It's it's interesting. Yeah, so like basically Wyatt. the gimmick oh. is like the rest of the show is just literally it's sixteen, like the number teen, which is meant to be clever because it's six sixteen year olds <laughs> um, living through their teenage life. And yeah, they like are, it. it's just like the normal kind of like sitcom situation where they hang out in a mall, they get different jobs, that kind of thing. The first episode slash movie is a zombie themed mm-hmm. episode just out of nowhere. And it's 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 pretty interesting. It like acts like like it's weird because the movie starts off with the characters like everybody knowing each other and yeah. having like interactions, but then the first episode kind of cuts it back and mm-hmm. they don't know each other and they meet each other and it's it's pretty weird how it works, but it's like if it went like like Spider-Man 2 then Spider-Man 1. Yeah. Like we did the origin episode yeah. afterwards. I it's think, it's a, is, I would say it's a fine it works. Cartoon yeah. Network show. It uh I don't know. It's it's uh-huh. got some traces of it being a little too like like trying to be a little teen for just teen's sake, you know what I mean? I don't know. Some creepy stuff that the the characters yeah, do that I, get that. I don't love. Like I mean, it's just making Jonesy look like the yeah, ultimate scumbag, which he is. But, uh, yeah. He is very scummy. He has he had like one good moment where he was dope. He did something dope in like the movie, and then it it wasn't even played off that cool. It was just like I'm gonna go distract the zombies, and then he runs through them, and then he runs back, and that's about as close. And then to he's just the scumbag who spies on girls through the. He like works at a clothes store just so he can look at yeah. people through like a changing room, and it's like, oof, I don't love that. It's just a little awkward, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's yeah. it was early two thousand. Not you terrible, know, definitely not one of the shows that if we call it bad, we might get a lot of backlash from people who are our age who <laughs> say that shows were only good on Cartoon Network back when we were children, purely out of nostalgia. Mm, Sixteen. 16 is actually my favorite show. Uh, it, was, it was Comedic Genius at the time. Uh, Oscar. So, and also, did we, did we watch, did we talk about Grown Ups, the first movie on the last podcast, or was that after, did we watch that afterwards? I don't, Have I, you seen I Grown didn't want to bring up, I didn't want to out us like this. But. What, how do you feel about Grown Ups? Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. I do not I love, love Grown Ups. Oh, all right. They're, I'm not big it's, like, I just don't. Like, first off, I'm not a fan of Adam Sandler. Just across the board, um, you you get the vibe that this is just another one of those things where they wanted to have like a vacation as a group of friends, and so they they put this movie behind it. Um, there's a lot of jokes that just, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of fart humor. A lot of um, Kevin James is overweight, and that's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of like wife bad kind of stuff and it's it just it just didn't really land for me mm-hmm. yeah jack and i are more into uh are more into like comedy heaven humor where there's just no substance at all like they're not not trying to make jokes really jack and i don't jack and i don't like <laughs> yeah. humor I don't know. The, the one character yeah, that was really that doing. out of nowhere kind of redeemed it for me was steve buscemi who he's got this super small role but there's the great scene where they're going to go down like the uh kind of like the rope swing thing at the water park and the one kid goes down just like normally and it's he's it's cool whatever next kid goes down does like a spin then uh, adam sandler goes down does like a backflip and then the one guy's like steve will do it he'll go down with his with his feet he's like oh yeah yeah i got wait with my with my feet and then it's really good yeah and then he just crashes i'm an animal but 
yeah it's uh, I, yeah it just isn't really up my alley you know yeah it, i it, look at it as it like does the get Avengers that, of that vibe like for sure. movies. <laughs> yeah it's like it so ridiculous like th- there's no way they wrote this out as a movie they just said we have all these actors what can we do and they just they just made it and yeah. i was like it's it's fun to watch because you got, I can't you, watch it and not like yeah you got adam own. sandler kevin it's, it's james um yeah. it, it's uh what's the david spade chris rock and david spade. okay and, and then you got rob schneider you got, right yeah you want to know a, a a crazy yeah. fact that I learned the other day about Rob Schneider. Okay, so you guys know Make a Wish Foundations, right? Top three people for Make yeah. a Wish Foundation fulfillments: John Cena, number one; Justin Bieber, number two; Rob Schneider, number three. Blew my mind. <laughs> who? Who? What kid is like? I want to meet. What's it like? The he's got the Gigolo movie. I can't remember the name of. Uh, yeah, yeah, Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> The, the the movie about like the male like stripper or something like that is like i want him to come and visit me and that actually yeah. that, that just blew my mind dude i i can't <laughs> even keep that guy's name in my head like i kept watching the movie and jack and vouch yeah. for me on this i kept going that, Who is that, again? that was one of the craziest <laughs> facts i've heard in a long David time like, that's so that bizarre yeah, no, yeah. for sure. He's a good. Yeah, oh, Emily is a good yeah. guy. Like, there's, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm happy for you, dude. Good job. You're doing you're doing great, David Spade. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's about all we got to cover for right now. I think we yeah. yeah. How do we end so with recommendations out of the way and everything, any any closing remarks, questions? Could, could I real quick get your guys' thoughts on cats? Oh. Oh, yeah, cool. it's like, it's tough whatever, because the whole thing, but I just wanna, like, like it's one of those things where like <laughs> I've seen a lot of people roast people for saying it's bad because they're like the the CGI workers like worked like twenty three yeah. hour work days to like get this out under like the the strict conditions. I'm like, man, I feel bad for them, and they they did their hard they worked their hardest, but that movie is just not good. Hey, man, so like. We have this cool movie, and we just really like it. If you please, please clap, please. We worked so hard on all of the cat CGI. We had to very CGI weird, out very weird situation, and we didn't want to do that. Yeah, I I didn't, not a fan that. of it personally. <laughs> That's the whole. Yeah, I feel awful for the people who worked on the movie. That's my take on the movie. <laughs> I just love. I love. Let's not make a whole thing out of this. But what are your thoughts? Are you gonna that? Are you gonna boldly defend <laughs> this one? I don't have. Okay. Uh, no, but I did want to kind of bring it full circle. The opening theme okay. to Cats is almost exactly really? like the opening theme to uh, Killer Clowns. Oh, Fun fact, really? I don't. I think it's the theme to Killer Clowns, but the opening song to Cats is. Gosh, like I don't even remember that. It's almost like the same thing. Yeah, I definitely will look yeah. that up. Yeah, we'll just look them up. Either. Just look it up. What a weird like, connection. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But no, cats is cats is a trip. I just imagine you sitting in there, putting the numbers together, crunching them, and then like pulling out your laptop, (laughs) taking out your like multi-lensed glasses, and being like, "All right, oh my god, we got him." (laughs) It's a match. It's the killer. It's the killer. Plagiarized this time to kick them all there down. Yeah, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Just the the guys who did the music are just like. We're trying our 
they had a, the whole soundtrack was like already made. How is this our bad? How is this our bad? How is this my fault? Yeah. For- oh well, Steve, yeah. it was great having you. Yeah, this, this was been- fun, guys. Thank you, really. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, check out uh, Steve's YouTube channel. Um, make sure you're checking out Jack's streaming. Uh, this has been the Schmidt. Later, guys. So happy to have you. See you later. Thank you.